Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I played Alan Wake 2. Oh, it's so good. It is quite excellent. Insert uh, reasonably good opening theme music in here. Reasonably good. I liked our both of our like three second pause for thinking about it. I was thinking, I was trying to think of video game opening music that I like the most. I think it's just Baldur's Gate at this point. You've played a lot of Baldur's Gate, and I still like the music a lot. But that's good. I mean, they got a Disney villain soundtrack in there. Disney, anyway. Disney doesn't write villains anymore. That's a different podcast discussion. Yes, yes but that's why <laughs> Raphael's final act is so good because it literally is an old school Disney villain theme song anyway this is a podcast about alan wake 2 this is a podcast about alan wake 2 (laughs) and just off the gate uh i'm just going to preface that this is a uh bit of a what was i trying to say i just lost my train of thought biases here biases out in the open i love remedy studios i've played almost all their games with the exception of if they have anything prior to max max pain you said you haven't played quantum break (laughs) i haven't played quantum break and I haven't played anything prior to if Max Payne. So I played all three Max Paynes. I played Alan Wake. I've played Control. I played the Alan Wake Remaster, including all the DLCs. Now we never, you and I never finished that one, but I've beaten that one on my own. The Alan Wake DLC or the Control DLC? Okay, so let's let's go back. <laughs> now we're, there's a lot. <laughs> I beat Alan Wake and both the Alan Wake DLCs. Okay. We didn't finish American Nightmare, I don't think. We did not, no. We finished one, but not the other. Correct. I have beaten Control and one of the DLCs. I never did the Alan Wake DLC. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I'm currently replaying Control on the side. Yes, we were maybe halfway through Alan Wake 2 and you were like, I really want to play Control. And then you just started playing it on your Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. So I'm not playing it in multiple places because that just would be overwhelming. (laughs) Then I play now, and then we just played through Alan Wake Two. Uh, the and time of recording this, the new game plus content came out today. today so we have not done new game plus. So no, this is we beat it last night. We beat it last night. I'm going to try to make this as spoiler free of a review. Oh, I was going to make it very spoiler heavy. Oh, she's going <laughs> the complete opposite direction of me. We'll see how the tables turn, everybody. So I guess. Play Alan Wake 2. And then come back. Yes, and if you're not going to play it, I guess at this point, then... And if you haven't played the first Alan Wake, honestly, I would say play Control. If you're going to choose Alan Wake or Control, like to get like the background, I almost feel like Control is more relevant than the first Alan Wake. They give you enough of like the the plot points where you don't really need all the in-depth stuff. Alan, More or less. If you haven't played Alan Wake 1 Remaster, I tell you just to play it anyway because yeah, it's, it's still a very, very good. good game. What did we give it before? Now I got to oh, look at our... And then Alan Wake <laughs> 2, they've just improved everything. We'll go into it anyway, but diving into this, this is one of those that having more background makes it a better game in my it opinion. It does, yes. Uh, you gave Alan Wake Remastered a 9. I gave it an 8. Okay. That, I still hold by that, I think. And Control, you gave a 9, and I gave an (laughs) 8. Remedy Games uh, We are very consistent. 
So in this one, uh, you play a Saga Anderson, an FBI detective tasked with investigating a cult growing in Bright Falls. Anderson, along with her partner Alex Casey, gets swept up in a dark story of the cult and its ties with a missing author, Alan Wake. With with all this, will Saga be able, be able to overcome the darkness, or it will it consume her, and along with the town of Bright Falls? That was my synopsis. I did. That was that really one. good. I might steal that from my article that I have to write because all I've basically said in my article is like, you need to play this game. I don't know how to describe it. Alan <laughs> Wake. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I do decent synopsis. That was very. That was very good. Alan Wake Two released October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, which is partially why I wanted to do spoiler free because it's been out so little. But we've already prefaced that there'll probably be spoilers, so play the game first, come back. It's not a super long game. I platinumed it today at 20... Would you say 23 hours? I think it took me 23 to 24 hours to beat, and I played another hour and a half to get the platinum. Okay. So uh, about 25, 26 hours. I should have taken a picture, but I did not. It's fine. Uh, It came out on all systems. I don't believe, except for Nintendo Switch, I don't think it's on the Switch. It's not on Steam. It's not on Steam, but it is on PC. Yes. You have to play it on the Epic Game Store. Uh, I played it on PS5. Yes. Uh, all right, I should change our realities, or reality, with your reviews. Thank you. Metacritic, mm-hmm. 88 from critics, 8.8 from users. Perfectly even. Wow. Yes. So, for positive, I went to Kotaku. Tried to go someplace different. Ugh, but anyway. I know, I know, but they, what I grabbed, I liked. And then Got I it. took a screenshot of uh, two comments in the comment section that are just <laughs> chef's kiss. Okay. Uh, So Kotaku positive. All of this is in service of the story Alan Wake 2 is telling, and it's the bold, exhilarating way it tells that story that elevates Alan Wake 2 from a fine game to an unforgettable one. Crucial to that narrative impact is the aforementioned use of live action. Remedy has long been interested in incorporating live action into its games, but it demonstrates new command of the medium here, with gameplay sometimes seamlessly transitioning into live action or coexisting alongside it at others. In lesser hands, such a juxtaposition might have made the gameplay feel less real, unable to stand up alongside its live action counterpart, but here it all feels of a piece, just shifting layers of reality that combine to make a whole. Mm-hmm. And then the the comment was, uh, Remedy doesn't feel like they should exist, and the fact that they do and keep getting to make weirder and braver stuff makes me endlessly happy, mm-hmm. with someone's comment of, Remedy might be the Bureau of Control, and this game might be an object of power. That's fantastic. Those are both very, very good. I do appreciate those comments. Yes, everybody's comments, aside from like the small smattering of like, no, this game was terrible, which, hard no. Uh, it's mm-hmm. basically saying like remedy games just kind of keep getting better and better and weirder and weirder, which is mm-hmm. quite excellent. For the negative, I went to PlayStation Lifestyle. Ew. I just. I'm just <laughs> saying you. I don't even know anything about them. I'm just saying you because how dare. They there were give a there was one review? negative review which I did not go to, and three mixed that I could pick from on Metacritic. And so this one was like, I think it gave it like a six out of 10, even though it was very, very negative in everything it said. Really? Okay. Well, let's hear the negative and let's go 
from there. Yeah. Uh, aiming at enemies is also a chore because of how often they fly off screen or warp forward to get in a cheap slash or three. It's doubly frustrating in the game's many pitch black areas where darkness and its many effects obscure the action and twist tension into tedium. Burning away a foe's outer layer of darkness is also meant to build tension as it's tacks on one more step to worry about in the middle of combat. However, it's just another repetitive aspect that never grows or changes and only demonstrates how shallow it all is. I don't agree with that last part, but I did... I don't necessarily disagree with what they're saying about the combat. We hated the wolves, most of all. I didn't like the wolves, but that's also because I'm bad at video games. (laughs) So it doesn't help. I mean, we played on easy mode, everybody. I am to a point with certain games where I don't want to be endlessly frustrated because I'm not as good as I used to be at games. That's really funny that you say that because I just had the conversation with you in the car about how like a flip switched with you in gaming after you played Control and then the bigger one was... Returnal? Returnal. Well, listen, the the difference is (laughs) I think... This, uh, maybe I should rephrase it and say I'm not good at survival horror games. That's fair enough. I only am good at Resident Evil because I replay them so many times that I just know where everything is. Yeah. And I have such powerful items that it doesn't matter by the time I finish it. So the more you replay the game, the more you unlock cheats. Where The more cheats you unlock, the more powerful you are. So I you get unlimited ammo rocket launchers by the end of your... That was Upteenth fun. time of yeah. Re- uh, Resident Evil 8 playthrough. <laughs> so, like, I had a rocket launcher that shot unlimited ammo. I wasn't going to die. Yeah. Th- that's fair. Shrugging shoulders. You can't see that, everybody. I'm just yeah. Homer, Mr. Burns can't see you winking. So, that's the aspect of it. But I, I like survival horror for the storytelling most of the time. So I want to still play those games because, yes. especially Alan Wake. Yes. Whereas Control, yeah, I was carting back to my other point is Returnal is an action shooter. Yes. Yeah. And I'm very good at my perception of screen and point, where things, point and click adventure. Point and click. <laughs> I'm okay at those too, but I'm very good at seeing the whole screen and moving within the bounds of it. Yeah, you are. And Returnal kind of upped that game for me. Very much so. And then Control is a constant move and shoot game. I still die a lot, but I have a lot of fun with the action in that game. Anyway, I will hearken into the point I have with gameplay here, that the overall gameplay uh, is very improved. Yes, that's one of the comments, which is kind of why I said if you haven't played the first Alan Wake and like you want to jump into this, but like you kind of want some backstory, play Control because the first Alan Wake is very, very good and the story is really good. But it came out in 2010, so it's a little dated, a little slow, and a lot of the comments online were like, yeah, you don't, like it gives you all the backstory of like he's been missing since 2010. Mm-hmm the whole backstory with his wife like they give you they give you like the high 50,000 foot view of things yeah playing through Alan Wake 1 is just an experience to experience a game like that yeah and the remaster is very pretty it is they did a very good job with the graphical upgrade and the gameplay is tightened up a little bit but correct it is an old game Mm. where this one is more modern in almost every aspect of it yes I I derailed you (laughs) no it's really actually good but it is the core element is you use the flashlight to break enemy armor and shoot them to finish them off. That is the gameplay loop, like it said in there. This difference is I didn't really get tired of it because when you are going through the game, they give you the right amount of enemies coming at you. Now, 
if you're like me who got the platinum and we're going back through areas it's a little obnoxious at that point because it's ever spawning enemies it's not a limited pool of them so that where i can see it would be a little repetitive but i liked the game enough that it didn't bother me and if you were just playing through the story and doing light sidetracking to find a couple of the lunch boxes you have to find Mm -hmm. and the other things it's not a big deal I didn't think there was a negative to the game because it doesn't overstay its welcome either. The game length is, what, 23 hours, like you like we it's, said? It's about 17 to 19 hours and is I the did, standard. I was more completionist, so I did 23. And then finishing it, I did put another two hours in this afternoon. Yeah, you platinum, so added in a couple extra hours. And I played on easy, so people who were playing on hard might die a little bit more than I did. Yeah, you died a handful of times just because a co- one, there was a chase scene, which I think you have a point of a little later, and mm-hmm. then there was a boss battle where you were like, I don't know what I'm doing, look it up. Mm-hmm. And I, I did. Yes, but everything is pretty self-explanatory otherwise. Yes. Everything, yep. the upgrade system's nice. The elements that they added in are very intuitive and very remedy. I'll cover that point later, but everything... Um, I have a few minor gripes. I'm going to cover them. These are minor gripes for me uh, as an overall really good game. The chase scenes were very difficult for me. Oh my gosh, especially in buildings. I didn't know directional where I was going. I couldn't follow my way through because it was already dark and hard to see and something happened. If you make one little misstep, you're going to get owned so you have to kind of know your pathway and run correctly i'm sure other people didn't have as much trouble with me but i don't always enjoy that instant death thing from a chase scene when i really had a hard time knowing it was first when it was coming into where i needed to get to oftentimes there was a light in the distance so you're like okay i'm going there but sometimes it's a little light over a door in an open doorway and you're like okay that's where i have to go i think it was annoying last night in the second to last chapter where you went to enter the building and went to the right and some dude grabbed you and you died immediately like literally two and a half seconds into the chase scene you just died and you were like what just happened and i said well i guess go to the left yeah it was really some of it was a little silly but as a whole that wasn't that big of a deal there's maybe a handful of them in the entire game and they're not long sequences they don't make you do it for minutes on end you're 50 seconds at tops 30 seconds not like that one dave the diver one that was like six minutes long yes this was a very short chase scenes but they i didn't enjoy them very much though they still look graphically good uh this is a very minor gripe and i'll explain why the town had people in it but interacting with them was almost non-existent i actually had the note of the town didn't feel super populated it felt like a ghost town which on one hand it's supposed to because there are all these weird things happening mm-hmm. but there were i even in that last scene where there's like four people milling about after there's a shootout somewhere being like, I don't know what happened. There would be so many more people gawking outside of that police well, barricade. Yeah. And so like when you walk by them and they just make casual comments sometimes. Yes. They don't really interact with you whatsoever or are really even like talking to each other. You passed the same couple twice last night and they said the same conversation just started from the beginning. Yeah, so the reason why it's a minor gripe is... The game focuses on what matters most, and that's like this intense 
storytelling yes. throughout the whole thing of the main story that the the town they it felt like an afterthought to me which it was a little disappointing with how good everything else is mm-hmm. that it almost in a way draws away from that element of being that good it's so good that when you get to the town and it's not very interactive other than mayor center who is the best best thing ever yeah we're not going to spoil that one uh as a whole, it's not super interactive. And even when NPCs are done talking with you and the dialogue option goes away, like it's that's just it. They just kind of stand there. And it's I, a little weird in a way. It's almost like a lifeless thing. And like It's almost like you're in the dark place anyway. A little bit. I will say, Ilmo, when you were talking to him last night when trying to beat the game and he was like facing away from you and answering and it took a couple seconds i think that was a glitch i don't think you were supposed to be able to go in a cell i think it was supposed to be locked still yeah that probably makes sense yeah whenever all this all the cells were open yeah except for the one that you had to get the key from the agent agent estevez Yes, Estevez. And then Fighting the Wolves was tough for me, but I'm bad at games, so... Yeah, my minor gripe is that the subtitles were so very, very off. Like, missed words or incorrect words. See, I never read them, so I I didn't even notice. I always read them, because I'm just a fast reader. Well, it's a Finnish company, too. It is, yes, but... Guys, if you need someone to type it for you, I will happily do that for your next game. You should just, you should literally just put in, uh, just, Sam Lake will probably respond (laughs) to you. Respond on Twitter, because he responded to you. No. (laughs) I had another comment. Uh, The only other thing with the subtitles is when you were having Alan Wake read a page of a manuscript that you found, if it was a long manuscript after about two thirds of the way through, the timing was off on the subtitles too. They Mm. would start to lag and wouldn't change with what he was saying. Oh no. That was just a minor gripe. Okay. That's not not a deal breaker. I have a, a different comment here, but I don't know. I want to talk about Saga's mind place, but... I don't know. Well, well let's literally okay. we can jump into that. Okay. I'll start with this. It's That's how to fine. tell I'll a great story. Okay. Alan Wake 2 is a masterclass in storytelling experience, in my opinion. This is, even compared to the first one. Agreed. This was a step above that and how it told the story and moved you through. This is what, like, if I was reading a novel, this is what I would want it to be like. This is why I have spoilers for later on, but <laughs> okay. continue. <laughs> the atmosphere is tense and gritty. The story is downright creepy. Yes. Every area has a bit of something to tell and adds itself in a meaningful way. Uh, you told me several times when we were playing this that I was getting distracted and you so were so distracted. happy. <laughs> you were happy that I was getting distracted in this yes. one and being thorough because... Every page I found, everything else added into context of the story. The lunchboxes were fun because of the different notes or the different fan fiction pieces that mm-hmm. you would find in them. There were, I think, only two nights where I was like, dude, you, dude, you got to stay on task. Like, the lunchboxes and the manuscript pages are cool, but, like, can we move the story forward a little bit? <laughs> and you were just like, why didn't go down this path? What Coffee World took way too long. Coffee World took way too long. <laughs> so weird, too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the Coscola brothers are my favorite. Yes, but, the yes. narrative, how the pages, uh, how the pages. I think I read. I don't know if I typed it right. Um, from narrative how, to how the pages are ready to the town itself. How the pages are read? You mean? Yeah, I, I typed ready for some reason. I yes, don't know why. That's fine. It, it. I was just happy to be a part of this game for a while, and it didn't overstay its welcome. Like I said before, 
this game was just start to finish. So go into the Saga Mine place and then kind of, I want to cut back to the Koskala brothers too in their TV. Okay, ads. well, I got to do my spoiler portion too, okay. right, which well, goes let's... into the narrative. Okay, so first and foremost. Spoiler the... warning? <laughs> yeah, I guess let's, this is the spoiler warning official point. The TV commercials what? Are, are the funniest <laughs> thing. Not the, <laughs> that's not related to anything I was going to say, but they that's fantastic. They are more important probably in a little bit of a way. There was one of the reviews I read was um, the, their nitpick. I don't remember. It might have been IGN. Their nitpick was that there weren't um, new episodes of Night Springs like there were in the first one. Mm-hmm. However, the ridiculousness of the Coscula brothers commercials still had them like looking at every single tv to find every single one of them they are so funny and if you the last one's a little sad but the rest of them are the rest really... of them were really funny they were like rassico chrysler in windsor mm-hmm. like just so bad so so wonderful the Coscula brothers they're they excellent. were so that if you haven't seen their commercials they're probably on youtube you need to watch them they're so funny yes so, anyway, actual spoilers. Go actual ahead. spoilers. So, I'm going to spoil, uh, more or less, uh, Alan Wake 2 and also Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. Okay. <laughs> relevant, I guess. It is very relevant. So, basically, the plot, as you described it, Saga Anderson's trying to figure out this cult. It's tied to Alan Wake as, like, their lord and savior. Mm-hmm. Their cult, Alan, leader, yeah. their cult leader, Alan Wake, is trying to break free of the dark place. He has a double called Scratch who is trying to keep him in the dark place and get out of the dark place. Mm-hmm. And so, spoiler alert, I guess, at this point, um, you do rescue him at a different point in time. And then at the very end, you shoot him with a bullet of light. And then it he dies. And then Saga's calling her daughter in... DC basically to be able to see if she's alive and if it's a you know spread that far and it cuts to black and then there's a mid credit scene where Alan Wake wakes up after getting shot by Saga Anderson and says it's not a loop it's a spiral so I think the new game plus is going to feed into that but how I'm going to spoil the Dark Tower series which is seven books um and basically, when you get to the seventh book, so it's all about the gunslinger Roland, and he's trying to over overcome evil, just super simplify it. And so he finally makes it to the Dark Tower at the end of things, opens the door to the big bad, and it takes him back to the beginning of his journey. And he loops all over again. But this loop... He has the horn that he lost in this original battle where his one friend died. So everybody thinks that that's like the key, that this is the time that he's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. So Alan Wake waking up going, it's not a loop, it's a spiral, made me think of the the Dark Tower series. Mm-hmm. And I did, that gets sloggy in the middle for Stephen King weirdness, but it's still excellent overall, especially with how he ended it. But Alan Wake 2 just did a fantastic job. And I honestly found this one, even though it was more convoluted, to be easier to follow than the first one. Yes. And part of that, oh, this is an excellent segue, is because of Saga Anderson's mind place. That was really cool, actually. It was fantastic. Do you want to try to explain it? Because I just yes. did a lot of so, talking. <laughs> uh, there's, 
in in Remedy's worlds because they tie them all together. They uh, do. Control and Alan Wake, even Quantum Break, they tried to bring in even there's rules around that one. The actual legal our yes. world rules, not video game ones. Iceman was still there though, so it was okay. Yeah, I got notes on Iceman later. <laughs> but the overall worlds are tied together, and Saga Anderson is a seer. But early on, she has this place called her mind place where she sorts out puzzles. But she can also talk to people uh, and find out. She can talk to them in her head. Like interrogate them in her mind to see if they're telling the truth or not or get a little bit and more she information can get answer, out of them. Like truthful answers out of them through her mind place. But she also has a detective board there where she plots out clues, puts everything up almost like an eidetic memory to what happened. Mm-hmm. But pictures on a board. Yes. And tying strings together. So it's like a, a case board or a murder board trying to piece together who did what. And there's different case files in there. And it's all in her mind. So when you but when you go in there, you can actually walk around her mind place and see different things. Where was that last deer head, by the way? I never found it. That wasn't an uh-huh. achievement. Oh, that wasn't? That's no, a bummer. I was missing a perfect dodge, which that took the longest. I'm sure. I had to get killed with one of the charms on. Yes. So I come back, and then I had to shoot one of the Coffee World things. Okay. And something, oh, two lunchboxes. Okay. My other comment that I would like to make about her mind place, mm-hmm. which big, large hand gestures waving mm-hmm. frantically, this is what we wanted Deathloop to be. Yes. I agree with that. This is what we want a death loop to be, to try to figure out how to play your loops, like to map it all out. And that was not what death loop was. No. And I almost feel like I would have liked less, even less with death loop because death loop was figuring out the perfect pattern Mm -hmm. or it would have been interesting. Like in death loop, if while you were doing it and you had something like that, it would mark up like, okay, I killed this person here first and this person here but I didn't. I wasn't able to get these ones mm-hmm. afterward, or I did this and this, and I wasn't able to get these ones. So it would have been nice in Deathloop to do that. And this one, it wasn't overly difficult. You just had to match pictures to the right themes or questions mm-hmm. or whatever she had phrased up there. But it was really in depth. It was really well done. And some of the conversations you have are creepy in there too, because you're talking with some of the dark entities as well. Mm-hmm. Especially when you talk with Scratch, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and there's other people that she can talk to that can actually inhibit her mind place with her for t- small periods of time. Inhabit. Inhabit. Yeah, yes. I said inhibit. Inhabit. Yes. So uh, Tor and Odin. Yes. And Scratch. Yes. Can inhibit that place. Inhabit. Inhabit. Yeah. Inhibit. Inhibit. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the mind place was uh, Alan Wake had his writer's room. Yeah, he had a writer's board where he could uh, change different plot elements, and that is actually a cool part of his portion of the video game. Yeah, so we'll cut into him in a second, but Saga Anderson is more like the original Alan Wake. Yeah, she's the procedural, like, drama kind of cop looking into things. Not that that's what Alan Wake was in the original one, but like you're you're poking around town. Where Alan Wake, you're in the dark place, and that's just a straight horror. In yes, a way. it's a weird New York City. You're you are in the dark place. You are exploring around, and everything's weird. And you have a writer's room, and whatever you write will change the scene. 
to fit what he needs to be there. So if he can't get through something, he has to type up a new narrative to change the scene, to get ideas of what the scene should be, ultimately getting to where you need to be. It's really freaking cool. Honestly, if you think about it, how they managed to do that and make it work so well. And it's awesome because they do so many ridiculous things inside of this mind place, not the mind place, inside of the dark uh, the dark place. The dark place. Mind place, dark place, whatever. Yeah. And so the biggest <laughs> things, and the biggest spoiler is I won't spoil the scene, but it's called Herald of Darkness is the song. Oh, I have a, I have a comment about that. Oh, yes, okay. but continue. And continue. you go through, you go through it. The, the way that they're able to do this, and this is kind of tying into my other point of being a remedy universe. Yes. Remedy ties everything together. Like I said, some of the scenes are downright goofy. But they work every time. Yes. Every time they're goofy, they fit. How does a video game company do this? How do, are they managing to pull that off so... I mean, I guess they've had years to practice and do this, but so harmoniously. I think Control was a big step for them in that. It was. Because of all the narrative videotapes of Dr. Darling. Yes. Who is also Alan Wake. Is the voice of Alan Wake, Yes. There but, was there was a comment that I read because, you know, I want to know what people think about things. And they said Sam Lake went to school for screenwriting. So he is basically writing video games to be movies to be video games to be movies to be video games to be movies. Yeah. <laughs> like they looped it like seven times. Yeah. And, and that's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. There's a lot of live action sequences and there's times where you are playing your through and there's live action happening behind you on it's, screen. It's fantastic. It's very well done. My original note that I wanted to discuss in this was taking the Herald of Darkness scene versus the old gods of Asgard fight scene from the first one. However, there's also an old gods of Asgard fight scene in this one with later the old on gods of with old gods of Asgard. But I think the better comparison question that I would like to ask is Herald of Darkness versus the Ashtray Maze. Oh, take control. Like it, they're both they, freaking sweet as they heck. They are not this is going to sound crazy. They're not good comparisons, in my opinion. No, they're both like the weird, wacky video game things you can get away with that you wouldn't expect in a video game. I think the Ashtray Maze, in terms of a surprise in a video game, was better because I, I went through that first and didn't go through Herald of Darkness. That being said... Going through Herald of Darkness was more of a what the freak moment I think I is would, going on. I think that was the night that I was wrapping presents and I just stopped to watch. And it worked. It did. It worked so incredibly well. It's like it's like twenty minutes or so. But it's it, there's a lot less. Actually, there is some shooting and gameplay in there, but there's a lot yeah. less of it in there than there is for... Ashtray Maze is Ashtray's, all action. It's all action and game. This one was a lot more of a show, a this musical. It was a musical. Uh, and it was fantastic. And they did it live at the Game Awards, so they you did. can watch the the thing. The thing without Vano. being spoiled. I did. I went down a Alan Wake rabbit hole today, and the old gods of Asgard have a YouTube channel where they put out the music video for it that's like nine minutes long. Mm -hmm. And it's all the footage that they used in 
in game. Yeah. And so I was reading through all the comments and a lot of the comments because they published it, you know, a month ago. They're like, if we don't get this performed at the game awards, we riot. And then there's all the follow ups of like, guys, they did it. <laughs> yeah. They actually performed it at the game they awards. Put, oh, I watched that again today because it's just it's so fantastic. I was commented that I'm looking forward to DLC. Then I realized they released almost essentially DLC. Yeah, the new, Today, the new game plus. Which we're probably going to play a little bit of tonight. Probably. Yeah, my my last comment that I had written down was thought slash theories on new game plus and or future DLC. And then Iceman in all caps and then a, another oh, yeah, comment I, I, about we, Iceman. I, I, so we left out a really important character, Wallen, Wallendor. Is yes. like He was in Alan's War, Wake's... Warlandor. Warlandor, I said it wrong. Warlandor. First off, he's the most famous person, probably, other than Iceman. Yeah, Sean, Sean Ashmore, who plays Iceman in the original X-Men. Um, Warlandor, who is that? We're going to get the actor's name. He was in Supergirl. Mm-hmm. That's where I recognize him. He's done a lot, though, I think. Oh, my God, I'll just go to IMDb. IMDb. Anyway, while this, yeah. he's inside of... Alan Wake, but he's also a, a powerful entity as well that allowed himself to be written into the story. He did not have to. Yes. Which is an interesting juxtaposition, in my opinion. It's a weird thought process. The um, so What do you have to say about Iceman specifically? We just left him in the dark place. He left himself in there. That's true. He's trying to figure his way out. His um, own way through. He yeah. Every time you find him in a different place, he has more notes on a chalkboard. And he constantly has a note about redheaded woman. And so our theory is that that's probably Jesse from Control. Yes. She's the head of the FBC. But also, your theory last night of one of the DLCs could potentially be... His playthrough. His playthrough, getting him out of the dark place. I would he's like just to so see, wholesome. I would like to see that. I would also wouldn't mind uh, more FBC. Yes. Da- David Harewood David plays Warlandor. Every person in this game, was per- they did an amazing job. They did, truly. I really want to see a DLC with Iceman. Yes. He's just Iceman, sorry. Everybody. <laughs> it's fine. Sheriff Breaker. Yeah, Sheriff Breaker, I believe. And then I want to see a DLC with Saga in the dark place again with Tor and Odin. Yeah, that was cool. Because they left in after her. They did. So I'd be interested to see what they do and what they all that at that point. Yeah, my assumption is at the end when Saga's calling her kid is that they're no longer in the dark place. Because one of the reviews I read was like, well, they're still in the dark place. I'm like, no, they were in the writer's realm, like in... Bright Falls, they I were thought. In the Bright Falls, but that was in technically the dark place. Was still. it technically because, the dark place still? Okay. Uh, Scratch used the clicker and made the dark place. Sorry, everybody. It made the dark place appear around Bright Falls, so we don't know if it lifted or not. Okay. And that's when she why did the, the bullet of the, light. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Withdrawn. Nothing is as it seems anywhere it's, in Remedy. It's not games. a loop. It's a spiral. <laughs> Everything about this game is incredible. It is well worth your time playing dive in deep enjoy it as long as you don't mind being startled a lot there is a lot of jump scares that was one of the main complaints of the angry um review it's a was horror like, game i was they felt startled. they felt very cheap is what that one said like after the first five they're like okay come up with something different but well, i that's quit being a wuss like me and getting scared all the time you jumped so much i know 
I still had fun jumping. I was just like... Yes. All right. I want to hear your review, what your score is first. I give it a 10. (gasps) (laughs) I freaking love this game, man. (laughs) (laughs) I went on a rant to Kelsey in a Snapchat about the freaking... uh, Herald of Darkness song. It's been stuck in my head the whole freaking day. And I'm just, I also also went on a rant about the dude that plays Alan Wake because he's got mm-hmm. a Zetter beard with sick flow. So that, <laughs> that doesn't make things. He does look like Zetterberg. He does. He's he? just got blue eyes. He's Finnish and Zetterberg's Swedish. So yeah, it, it, close enough. the whole Scandinavian yeah. men thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a 10. <laughs> now, let me, let me preface it. If I was... Not biased the way I am. A nine five. Okay. It's still all the way up there. There like again, I don't I would even I would still give it a ten with the chase scenes. The town is what would have made it a nine five for me. The town life Yeah, it was kinda lacking, especially like leading up to this big deer fest, like more people didn't keep showing up. Yeah, because Deer Fest was still supposed to be a big deal. Yes. So I think they missed an opportunity there. But it didn't take away from everything else about this game. This is my game of the year. I do think Baldur's Gate deserved it. And I loved Baldur's Gate. And I still think Baldur's Gate is also a 9, 5, and 10 for me. But I love Remedy games yes. through and through. Yeah, you're a Remedy fanboy. You and Jake Baldino, the Italian stallion, should I mean, just have a party. He's just my brother from another mother. <laughs> it's true. If he wants... Jake Baldino, if you ever stumble upon this and you want a place to stay in Michigan and just play all the... like, I will take two weeks off of work and we can just play all the... Remedy. We'll ship our child off to grandparents. You can come play. We'll play all the Max Paynes. We'll I honestly Break. really want to play Max Payne now, but they're uh, are they remaking or remastering? The, I think they're remaking the first one. So, like, should we wait for that or should we just dive in? Because I'm I'm a Remedy fanboy now, so <laughs> uh, it's a very different experience. I know, and it is very old. Like, I know. Graphically. I, that's why I'm like, maybe we should just wait for the. I'll play it. Yeah. I'm just telling you, it's it's a difficult game for me because of how old it is. Uh, but it is very good. We fired up Goldeneye on the. <laughs> Ooh, that was Goldeneye's brutal. Bad. Yeah, well, if you want me Max to play Payne. Max Payne, I will. There's one podcast where you said you were going to make me play Max Payne. I might. I'd see how you do. It's tough. Two, it, 2001. It's a hard game. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that was a tough. It was. It's a great game. Max Payne. All three Max Paynes are well done. I think I own all of them on PlayStation. I'll take a look. But I, I like think you do too. I like Max Payne. Also, do you like Sam Lake right there? Yeah, I was reading all about that, and like they had no money for it, so they just used whoever was around, and like his parents are in it as well as mm-hmm. face models. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Max Payne is very. You want a dark game, like, you think these games are dark. Max Payne is dark, but it's very good. So I'm hoping they remaster it. It does really well. Also, and I hope they tie it into the universe now. That's what I'm hoping. Probably. Also, as a disclaimer, he's very excited about my 10, because the only other 10 I've given on a video game is Breath of the Wild. 
which I, was like our second I podcast. Thought, I thought I was getting a nine out of you here no. or a nine five. No. So a 10, I was like, oh, I freaking, I freaking love, like I, I told you his entire nap when I should have been working, I just went down an Alan Wake rabbit hole <laughs> on the internet for an hour and a half and then remembered all of the things I didn't have written down for work Is, that I now have to do tomorrow this, <laughs> very quickly. No, we're not going to make your mom go through this, but if you were playing this game, was this something your mom would Mom watch would you? love the crap out of this and yeah. i almost dropped the s-bomb but i don't want to yeah. find a bleeping noise she like partially part of me wants to like kick everyone out on christmas eve and like you just start playing this because mom would just sit and watch the crap out of it like it's i so want to show her the herald of darkness scene but it makes absolutely no sense out of context out of context it makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> Everybody, this game is really worth your time. If you couldn't tell, there's two tens from, especially someone who is very, very yes. tough on so giving tens. tens, Breath of the Wild and Alan Wake 2. I gave a 9.5 to Super Mario 64. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. A 9.5 to Diablo 3. And a 9.5 to Dredge and Death Door. Oh, wow. Yeah, you really liked Death Door. And then your 10s are Breath of the Wild, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. The demo fi- that one doesn't count I as know. an actual The thing, Final but- Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, that's it. So Breath of the Wild is earned. I will I will reiterate that Final Fantasy VII and the demo are biased ones. Yes. And this one's a little bit of a bias for me, but I love it. Hollow Knight earned every freaking point that it got. I'm not going to say that. That's not true. Alan Wake earned every point it got to because this game is, by none, some one of the best games I've ever played. Truly. Top like, 10. It's just... Easily top 10. Probably in my top five. It's yeah. up there. Yeah. It's, it's This is quite fantastic, honestly. And I I always do my recaps of like 11 games you should have played in 2023. And my start of Alan Wake 2 is I could write this entire article and say all 11 games should be Alan Wake 2. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can get away with that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good. So we're at Gaming Marriage. GamingMarriage at gmail.com. Reach out. Tell us to play more because we are going to play through again i think i will probably stick to just getting through the story yeah. more other than grabbing a few lunch boxes to upgrade weapons and stuff but other than that that was another complaint um was there weren't enough of the manuscript things for saga's side to really upgrade any for stuff and it kind of felt pointless the i felt that some of the guns weren't worth upgrading all the way yeah but that, the that rifle was. To, was that was shotgun. to completely derail our outro. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> the, the the gun upgrades were fine. I think they intended for New Game Plus to do that. Yeah, I think so too. That's how I feel about it. Because you least. found all the lunchboxes and you couldn't get all of the upgrades. No, I was. I, I didn't even save that as mine, so I will be missing two lunchboxes <gasps> in this playthrough. I don't think you're going to get 15 manuscript shards in each of them to get four more upgrades i know i'll get it it'll be enough upgrade because i need to you get the pump action shotgun so you can get rid of the sawed off shotgun at that point just stick it in your storage oh that makes sense and i have so many shotgun shells i don't know what to do with it (laughs) it'll be fun it'll be fun it'll be fine the crossbow is really good but i almost feel like you don't need it once you get the rifle no, the crossbow was really good at the beginning, and then you... Com- well, I missed an entire gun. You completely missed the sawed-off shotgun that you could get, like, at the end of Chapter 2 or the start of that Chapter 3. That was before three. the hunting rifle. I could have gotten that in yes. Chapter 1 or 2 when you're... Chapter your- 2, yes. Yeah. yeah, you could have gotten it at the very beginning. And I just, did, I just didn't even see it. I missed it entirely. Correct, yes. Good for me. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Hi- high five. I still got the achievement. <laughs> you did. 
You got all the weapons. I'm I got so proud all of you. the achievements. You did. Remember when our only platinums were Final Fantasy VII and Bug Snacks? We got a bunch of them now. Yeah, we do. We're pretty good. We're missing one achievement from Subnautica. One, and then one, was it Resident Evil 2 remake? Yeah, I'll never get it. I'm no. Not See, I told you I'm not good enough. There's some things I'm just not good enough at. Survival horror, I'm not very good at, but I do like their stories. Their stories are very good. Yeah, just just go play Alan Wake 2. Stop listening to this and go play Alan Wake 2. Please, and thank you. Thank right, you. Bye, everybody. Bye.